Hello and welcome to another week of Toolbox Tuesdays. I'm your host, Adam Jones, and with me as always, Kieran McCutcheon. We didn't release an episode last week. We recorded one, but we have some standards here and we don't think they reached it. You didn't really miss out on much. We basically talked about McGregor and Mayweather, which is standard. Mayweather won, that's pretty much what we said. Oh, I gloated over the Arsenal-Liverpool result. That was pretty good. But anyway, yeah, let's get on to this week. So first of all, as always, like us on Facebook at Toolbox Tuesdays and follow us on iTunes, also at Toolbox Tuesdays. So, first of all, I think we should touch on something. We didn't touch on it last week, but I said we should have. Our name, Toolbox Tuesdays. People have been questioning us, haven't they, Kieran? They have. And let's just clarify something. We called Toolbox Tuesdays because... We record on the Tuesday, and the toolbox is full of old sports. Isn't that right, Kieran? That is. How else are we going to siphon in the uh, tool of the week? Exactly we right. Have something, we have to base our name around that. That alone. Surely. We're tools, and we like boxes, and uh, Tuesdays is a pretty chill day. So. That's right. So now we've got that out of the way, let's get straight into it. Where do you want to start, AFL or the Prem? Well, uh, do we start the AFL? Right, start the AFL. So... Yes. Are you happy with the game on every day of the, the week, Thursday oh, to Sunday? I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. It gives me something to do. So, we'll start off. We'll start off the first game. I thought, I was, was going to go something else. Oh, okay. Get you, I was going to get you in the mood, get you yeah. a bit, bit happy, and we'll bring my mood down a little bit. <laughs> I think last Wednesday night, did you know what happened in the AFL? Last Wednesday? Uh, no. At the Palais in Melbourne, a certain award show was hosted. Ah, the Rising Star. No, that was that was Thursday. That was Thursday. So it would have to be the All-Australian oh. team. And where shall we start with the All-Australian team? Well, where do you start? Probably the, the key position, the uh, the big man in the middle. I smart might be slipping my mind. Who won that? Was Source Jacobs was probably favourite for you. Did he get a nomination here? Source did get a nomination. Poor choice of Congratulations words. Congratulations to Source Jacobs for a nomination. <laughs> But uh, who who got the who got the nod in the team on the interchange bench? Oh, they don't have any ruckman. Um, like the starting ruckman. If we could, oh, don't worry. I've googled it. Patrick Ryder from Port Adelaide Power. Bit of a surprise to many Crows fans, but not a surprise to anyone else that follows football. He's definitely for me was a lock. Okay, let's let's just be serious for a second. How can you say anyone who's not a Crows fan? Tottenham fans are a big cruiser. What, you know what f***ed me off the most? Yeah. Well, might beat that one out. This is what good old Gil said when he was announcing Paddy. There are many debatable positions on the field in this year's Virgin Australian, all Australian team, but the Ruck isn't one of them. Port Adelaide's athletic big man Paddy Ryder is a popular choice to lead the midfield division. So, I have no problems with that, personally, but I'd like to hear your words. How is it not up for debate? How is it not up for debate? Especially since Ryder got killed by Jacobs not once, but twice. Two times. Dos. In the rain. In the rain. Dos. Dos. Exactly, in the rain. So there's more stoppages, there's more hit-out opportunities, and Paddy Ryder was cut up like paper mache. Well, we say Sauce Jacobs was maybe stuck to the uh, the bench like paper mache? No, because he was on the field for a lot of that game. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also on the All-Australian team, as we clearly noted. Is there anyone from the Crows you feel missed out besides Sauce? That you would have liked to see in the team? Well, Sloan didn't make it. Ooh, that's... And Selwood did. Yeah, everyone has been talking about the Selwood nomination or inclusion. It's, it's a joke. Selwood's a joke. 
I can understand Sloan not making it, but Josh Kennedy had to be in it. Had to. With a capital H and D and A. Capitals. Had. There's what no, are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I di- don't disagree. I think Selwood didn't play enough for me to make the All-Australian. And he didn't even play that good. I thought Sloan maybe got tagged out of a few games. That probably lost him a few points. But I agree, Kennedy should have been in for me. Well, when Sloan wins the Brownlow in a couple of weeks, he'll be the first Brownlow medalist not in the All-Australian team. It will be an embarrassment. But no, yeah, Kennedy for me probably should have made it in. There's no real big glaring omissions. All the poor boys that I thought would make it made it. Robbie Gray snuck in at the, the four you, line. You, do you seriously think Robbie... I love Robbie, and he deserves to make it, but you, were you confident he was going to make it? I was not confident, and I wouldn't have been upset if he didn't make it, but I'm definitely glad that he did, and I have no qualms about him making it. Okay, then. So now we got that. Let's head to this coming week. We, or I'll be attending both games. I'm not sure about you. I'll try to make the port game, which is sounds funny to say. But. Yeah, it's <laughs> not We'll start off with the Thursday night, the Crows and the Giants. You can start, I've been talking a little bit. So, the, the Crows and the Giants at Adelaide. I can't remember the last game, how did that go? Uh, we won by 80 points at Adelaide. It was uh, that game we, did, we attended, it was like the 30 degree day when it was That's right. raining down. One other question, is Sloan slated to play, or is he still on the fence at the moment? I think, I think he plays. It's Sloan. It's a final. He's been... I'm worried about him because GWS do have a bit of bite in them and I think there'll be a bit of biff into the region of his appendix. Maybe his missing appendix. Toby Green puts a sneaky foot into the abdomen. I, if Toby Green does that, I honestly then, don't think he survives. There he might would, be a right in Adelaide with needing, needing needles and... Uh... Oh, <laughs> apricot slice, was it? Apricot slices and uh, Chardonnay, was it? Yeah, that's it. But no, I think we get up here. The weather, do you think if it's wet, it's a close game? Or do we think if it's wet, we go and blow I think another team out? I think it's... You've shown your class in the, in the rain versus a quality team in Port Adelaide. So I think I think if it's wet, it leads to your advantage. I want to see a bit of protection from Sloan from the boys if he does get biffed up. They have been protecting him lately, which has been good to see. But if they can uh, just keep an eye on him around packs and... The umpires show they're willing to keep an eye on Sloan, kind of protect him a little bit. I think my favourite play of protection was when Bray Crouch got cleaned up in the Sydney game. Matt ran 50 metres for his brother and just went to town. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. I wish he would do that for Sloan as well, but that was brilliant. And I, we have seen a bit more bite with the Crows. I'm not scared of the GWS. I haven't been scared of them ever, really. Like, they don't... The only thing that puts a bit of fright into my eyes... They are now full strength, which they haven't been for a lot of the season. That's true. Which it give, makes them a little bit of an X factor in some regards, but I still think you guys have too much class to, to kind of fall, fall into that X factor. I think we match up well with them. Our defence has a lot of tall defenders, so we can go with the Cameron and Patton yep. on, and I don't think their defence matches up with the Isles. I will, the thing is, we've got the, uh, one of the best attacks ever, statistically, which I always love. So, like, who's their tall forward, uh, tall backman after Phil Davis? I actually don't know. Yeah, I think it's Lob, is it? No, Lob's, Lob, a, Lob's a forward ruck. Yeah, so you like... It's probably their weakest point, because they got a, an awesome forward line and a devastating midfield. Well, as the saying goes, a champion team is better than a team of champions. And That's right. We are a champion team. So, next game, so we all both think Crows get up here? Yeah. Is this, wait, is this the game of the, the round for you? No. Oh, I, there's a lot of game of the rounds. Besides the Sydney-Essendon, I think all the other three games are pretty interesting. 
But I don't know. I, could, I honestly can see the Geelong Richmond game being blown out. It could either be a blowout or a, like a really, really tight game. Well, that's that's pretty much the two options, isn't it, Kieran? Either one team wins and one team loses. Yeah, but say. it could be like a you know a twenty point win. You know, Cats are clearly leading throughout the game, but no. which well, I think it would be. I think the Cats are going to lead by twenty points, and it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. I can't see Richmond doing much. Richmond got killed against Geelong back in like four weeks ago, and they didn't have all the they didn't have Duncan or Danger. I think Richmond fans are just getting built up again. Like they're just building up the hype, and I can see them going straight sets because if Sydney win, did Dusty resigning? Do you think that played any part? In how they're going to play this week. Like, if he didn't resign, would they play differently to how they would be playing as they would be this week? Like, obviously, the coaching's not going to come into the game differently, but would the players themselves play any harder or less hard for, for the club knowing Dusty's um, side? I see what you're saying. I think I think the obvious answer has to be yes. Like, mentally, there's something... Like, yeah, maybe if he doesn't go hard for the ball, his teammates be like, oh, maybe he's pulling out because he's leaving or whatnot. But I think it's more the other way. It might have not done anything negatively, but him signing on has boosted them up. It's yeah, positive. It's pretty much, I think it's relieved them of a lot of the, the circus that comes with him not resigning. So him resigning has taken a lot of the media attention away from the team going into the finals, which I don't know if that helps or not, but surely it's got to relieve the team of a lot of the media headache that comes with Dusty not quite resigning. Well, that's the thing. Richmond being the only contender, contender in Melbourne, they're going to have a lot of media presence on them and it takes away performance and it focuses on Martin himself which I feel like Martin's able to cope with all that attention yep. so now he's re-signed maybe it also opens up the door for more conversations about Richmond if they lose the first week you better believe the Melbourne media are getting on the straight sets loss look oh yes and also sorry to interrupt but at the time of this recording Australia's versing Thailand in the World Cup qualifiers and we just scored the 1-0 up so good on. who was the scorer? Uh, I don't know about Moy assistant, which is all we care about. Anyway, who actually who are you tipping for the Geelong Cats game? Geelong Cats game, Geelong Richmond game. <laughs> Yeah, I think it will be a Geelong Cats game because they will, for me, twenty. I think it'll be a comfortable win. They've proven in the past they can deal with Richmond. I don't think Richmond. Are, I don't want to say they're not a threat, but they're definitely not as good as people are hyping them up to be at the moment. So I think it's going to be about a 22-point win for Geelong. That's the thing. I think Richmond are a shootout team. And you look at the teams that are left, I don't back them to outshoot us, GWS, or Geelong, or Sydney. I could honestly see straight sets. I would would like it if Richmond beats Sydney, because that means grand final, here we come. Touch wood. But I I can't see Richmond winning another final. Can I give you some depressing stats? All right, let's hear it. Uh, This was on Reddit the other day, if my page loads. Also, is this play been played at the MCG? Yes. That's that's weird. No. No, it's why is it weird? Because Geelong finished above Richmond? If you look at the bylaws of the AFL, the top four and the top seed... Guarantees a home state final. Doesn't say. Ah, okay, that say, makes sense. Doesn't say uh, over. That's why Etihad are home teams who also play the MCG. So check that one off. So here's the here's the twelve depressing Richmond statistics that I read earlier. Coming in number one, the last time Richmond defeated Geelong was in 2006. Ooh. Coming in number two, the last time Richmond defeated Geelong at the MCG was round 12, 1999. Geelong is the only team Hardwick has never defeated as a coach. The last time Richmond won a final on September 8th was in 1928. Geelong hold the highest ever winning margin against Richmond when they defeated Richmond 222-65. Richmond have won one of their last 21 against Geelong. Dion Pestier is the only player to have beaten Geelong out of the 38 players who have played for Richmond in 2017, with one win at the Gold Coast. Dustin Fletcher was the last player before he retired to have lost to Richmond in the final. 
and Andrew Mackey is the only Geelong player to lose to against Richmond playing for Geelong. Mm. So, all those stats point to a Geelong win. You agree? Yeah. So, Geelong wins, Crows win, Sydney Essendon. Is there much to say about this game? Do you think Essendon have a sneaky chance to sneak one past the Swans? I might say yes, just because the last time they played, they won it in the after the siren with the when Rampy kicked it kicked it to Heaney on the goal line. That's right. And they won by points. So you never know. I would love for Essendon to get up because I'm very very scared of Sydney. But I think the Sydney train moves on and just powers through. It's uh, going to be a bloodbath, I think. I don't think there's much chance. I think Sydney. Playing at 100%. They've got too many veterans for the young Essendon team. They're just going to outpace them. They're going to out, outmuscle them. I don't really see much of a chance. Speaking of not much of a chance, West Coast in Adelaide. Uh, actually, I was going to go back to it. We actually, can, this works well because it's talking about Port Adelaide. Did you know who won the Rising Star this year? Uh, it was. Uh, no, I. It was uh, an Essendon boy. It was an Essendon boy. Midfielder, and I was not happy with it. That's what I was getting at. How do you feel about the Pow Pow Pepper? Pow Pepper's getting game time on a team that's probably on the of the bottom four. Oh, well, Sydney. Of the teams that... So, Paul are better than Essendon. Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, I'm trying And uh, so, Pow Pepper polled third. I think second was... Uh, a Hawthorne player Burton uh, Burton's good though Burton should have won yeah. in my opinion Burton was better than Pepper Pepper had those seven weeks where he was playing uh, he was dressing up as Wes Wallen yeah well I just feel he was playing on a couldn't find him on the field that was a joke nice. ouch ouch he, he might be listening to this Adam and now we've just lost a, a guest we could have had on uh, what, so I was trying to say is he was the only player that was playing on a team that was playing for something he was getting game time on a on a contender not a contender. I'd roll that back a little bit. We're on the outskirts of being a contender. Of the teams that are on the outskirts, I'm happy with where we're at. We've got a lot of X factors. I feel anyone on our team can can break. Well, a lot of players on our team can break a game open and can win a game, which is what I'm hoping for when we verse West Coast. So the West Coast game. Are you nervous? I'm confident we can win, but I, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I think you've got to be nervous. Are you nervous because you want to continue to next week? Or, see, if I was in your opposition, Port Arthur in the flag, who cares when you get eliminated? Yeah, well, I just really want to see the potential of a showdown final next week. It's potentially there. And if we could, even if you have a 10% chance of knocking the Crows off, I want to have that I want to have that 10% chance. I, I could not live with myself if we lost it. Because if we lose the showdown, we could go out in straight sets. I, I couldn't deal with that. But also, I just don't want to be known as a team of like the flat track bullies, as we've been called all season. What's well, the flat track bullies final? Richmond, uh, Richmond. West Coast are known as the flat track bullies as well. Yeah, previously, I think we've stolen that title this season. So I think I get your question: Would I be want to known as? Do I want to win to get to next week, or do I want to win to not be known as the the bullies of the the season? I think I just want to be. I just want to get to next week. I want. I want. To, I want that chance of the Adelaide Adelaide final. How depressing would it be next week in Adelaide, the city, or maybe even two weeks, if the Crows go out in straight sets and Port don't win the final? That we could be in an upset place. Two home games and we haven't won any. I think Port fans would be happy. So I think at least like. Such a small club mentality. Oh. If if we're going down, we're gonna drag people. No, that's I hate that. That was that honestly, small club mentality is my worst thing, my biggest pet hate in in any sport. When you're playing a different team, you're like, at least our rivals did this. I don't care what your rivals are doing. I care about me. If we're versing a team in the last round and we have the chance to knock them out, 
and we're playing for nothing. Knock them out of contending for the finals. So say like how uh, was it Essendon? No, West Coast were. were okay, West Coast Crows continue. I don't know and so with this. obviously Crows don't give a. So I have to beat that out. Crows don't care. They're, they're going to get number one seed. But if Crows were, say, the bottom of the ladder, if I was the Crows fans, I'd want to win that just to just to knock them off. What do you mean? But, knock them off the bottom. So I'm basically saying the opposite of you. I, I want so, to bring teams down with me. I don't want to... I don't want to see teams prosper. I want to see everyone fail around around my team, is it? So you're saying if team we were eight teams? Yep. And West Coast were ninth. Yep. To make finals, they had to beat you. But that's fine. I'm with you 100% there. But it's like, hey, guys, if the Crows were like, oh, we need to lose to let West Coast jump up over Port, that's not what I'm against. Oh, yeah. I'm, some play, I, I feel some fans of Port Adelaide Power... Yep. would rather see the Crows lose than watch their team win. I am one of those fans. Really? You rather you rather Crows lose than Port win? Of, co- of course, priority number one, Port win, obviously. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm priority saying team... number two, Crows lose. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Port fans, priority number one, the Crows lose. Priority number two, Port win. I don't think there's many of those fans. I... I think we know some of those fans. A certain, a certain <laughs> fan that goes and kicks signs at the Adelaide Oval. That kind of fan. I feel like there's a couple of them in the world. The Facebook comments lead to it. There was one after the St Kilda game where it was like, I don't want to be a Crows fan and complain about umpires. I was like, what are you talking about? You don't. Yeah, that's, I find that senseless. Bring, bring in other teams when they don't need to be... mentality. That, see, I'm against that, but I would love to beat the Crows next week, if possible. Uh, in more depressing news, Thailand just scored. So, it's one of ah. so where were we? We were discussing small club mentality. Do we support beating West Coast? Yes. Am I nervous? Yes. Do I think we're still going to win? Yes. We've we've beaten them in the past. And the, the, the game they did beat us at Adelaide Oval, we should have won. But I, I think we'll win this time. I agree. I think Paul gets up against Eagles. Do you think you get up versus Man City this week? Oh, I was hoping for a bit of a... Better segue than that, but yes, I do. I do think we get up. I think the way we play and the way Man City plays, it suits us. I think it's another Arsenal game. They like they like to press forward. They like to play a high line. And when you've got the Mane and the Salah and the Bobby Firmino and Coutinho's got to play and score worldies, we're gonna we're gonna get up. I feel I feel three one. No fun fact. No big six team has scored more than two go- uh, more than one goal against us with Klopp as manager. Fun stat. You know, I actually don't rate Man City that highly this season. They were tipped to... We were discussing them earlier in the year as a god team. Yeah. They just haven't performed. Uh, yeah, I've watched two of, two of their games and uh, watched the highlights of another, and they just haven't, they haven't impressed me so far for the talent they have. Not to say Pep's a bad manager, because obviously he's... Highly touted and one of the best in the world, but they haven't they haven't blown me away yet. So I, I'm with you. I think Liverpool might get a two two one win or a three two win. I'm very confident. We're playing some good football at the moment. The Ox came in as well, and I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Ox. I feel under Klopp, we look at Klopp. What's Klopp's done? We look at first of all, we'll take go back and we'll look at Klopp's signings. He's probably had one bad signing in his career, and that was in Mobile at Dortmund. So I trust him bringing players in. And then you look at players who's changed. We brought Jenny Wijnaldum in, and he played all season in Newcastle as a winger. We bring him in, we play him as a uh, CM, and he's magnificent. Still can't play away, but he's magnificent at home. Then you look at Lallana. I like Lallana under Rodgers. A lot of uh, Liverpool fans didn't. You look at him now, and he's one of our best players. I think he can turn Ox into a wonder. He's got all the natural tools, he just 
nice bit of decision making, and I feel good old Jurgen knows how to fix that. So I think Liverpool win 3-1 with Bobby scoring and assisting. Is Bobby a sneaky in for you for fantasy? No, I have a bigger problems in my fantasy. I have I'm scared that so if I'm looking at my fantasy now, Company and Moy both have yellow flags, so there's seventy five percent chance to play. I don't know why Company is that. What's Company done? He's got a knock. He's always he's always having having a knock. And Moy has a illness. No, Moy will play then. But I have Dummett and Loftus Cheek on my bench, so I might switch one of them out and bring in someone else. Speaking of fantasy, is it only a fantasy world that uh, West Ham get up this week? Ouch, that may be the transition of the night. That is the segue of the week. I'm giving it to myself now. I like it. You've got Huddersfield. I have talked up Huddersfield over the past three weeks. They've looked pretty good, but West Ham, no, I'm actually really, I'm actually starting to get a little bit nervous. We had we had Lanzini back last week for at least half a game, and we still didn't look as good as I thought we would. So maybe him coming back, fresh legs from international break, maybe he he provides a spark plug. But until I see something that's you know, the resemblance of quality, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I thought Newcastle would be our coming out party, but that was their coming out party. A little bit scared of relegation, dare I say it. I this this would be a real a real. Uh, I really hope you win because I have money on uh, Frank Debord getting sacked first. Oh really? Yeah, and I need you guys to win because I feel if you lose, Big Slav gets sacked. Yeah, I like Slav, but I'm we, I'm we not have, seeing much. From, we have discussed his lack of tactics. I'm we? not seeing his tactical side. He he seems like a good guy that. I'd I'd enjoy having a beer with, but I would not enjoy him running my FM save, <laughs> if, I, if I say that. So, score prediction for West Ham, Huddersfield? Mm, I think we're going to come out a little bit defensive, maybe a, a one all. I think, I was thinking the same, I think two all, I reckon it's a draw. I think you have a lot to lose in this, and I don't think you, I think you might survive. Yeah, I think we should get a point on the table. And Next um, game? Yeah, let's, let's go. Arsenal Bournemouth. We spent a bit of time talking about Arsenal last week. We didn't miss much. It was pretty much slagging Arsenal off, just like everyone else has done in the past two weeks. What do you think of, first of all, what do you think of Arsenal's transfer window? I'll transfer deadline day. It was looking good there for a while. They got a Klasenac, is it? Yep. Uh, on a free. That was a good signing. He was team of the year in the Bundesliga. They got Lacazette, who everyone's been trying to get for a couple of years now. Pen his name, which was good. And then they did nothing. They didn't get any defensive midfielders. They didn't strengthen d- the defence at all. Actually, loaning out defenders. So I started off pretty positive, but have to drop them down a few letter grades, maybe like a C grade for their transfers all up. I'm actually confident they're going to come out swinging in this game, though. I think they'll get a, an easy victory. I think they're, class, they're a class above Bournemouth, and I think Wenger's learned a few lessons over the past few weeks, hopefully. I wonder if uh, they lose if Wenger starts getting the, their sack call, because I, I can't believe they... Offer, I don't know if you've read this, so uh, Monaco offered, accepted their 100 million bid for Lamar. Yep. And Lamar was like, I'm not a fan. I don't want to go to you guys. And that, that says, oh, Lamar is a French person as well, so he's supposed to be in love with Arsenal, and he turned him down. It, those alarm bells would be sl- slowly ringing. Also, Australia just scored 2-1. Hey, so. did Mui have an involvement in this goal? Uh, I think Leckie scored it. i got to check my source. Leckie scores, no hey. mention of Moy, and so. our source loves Moy, so I'm guessing he didn't do much. So hopefully World Cup's back on. So, Arsenal Bournemouth, I think 1-0. Ooh. Actually, 2-0. I'm gonna go, it's going to be a bit higher. I don't think Arsenal win, and I think it's the Arsenal out, finger out, uh, train keeps on trucking. Oh, the truck keeps on trucking. Truck keeps on trucking down to Leicester City, where they played Chelsea. Have Chelsea right? Of their problems, you think? 
I appreciate your segue. The fact that A, you skipped two games. Did I? B, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. And B, you didn't give an Arsenal Bournemouth score. I did. 2-1. I think, okay, well, I think this is their coming out party. I wasn't uh, listening to you. Their problems aren't 100% solved. No, you did say that. Never mind. And I definitely didn't give you a score, so I apologise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you yeah, okay. Well, uh, but 2-1. So Chelsea-Leicester? Yeah. Leicester looked pretty good this year. Jamie Vardy is having his party. I don't think he's, I don't think the Charlie's there yet, but... <clears throat> had a bit of a hangover from his last party. Now he's, 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 back, party's, he's back fresh and having another party. He's having another party. I don't... I think the child is on the way. It's to the ski that maybe Mares is out the door. I can't believe. Did you see that Mares flew to Barcelona to have a medical? Yeah. Except they didn't want him or something. And yeah. So he flew back. I was like, oh, he flew away from his international camp, which was interesting. But because that would be that would be worrying me if I was a, a Leicester fan. Losing Mares is actually a big deal. I think I don't think he leaves. I think next year will be too old. I think he just stays there now. Yeah. But speaking of uh, semi bad transfer windows, Chelsea as well. You, if you actually look at it, they went to get Ox. Ox turned them down. They couldn't get rid of Costa. They wanted Lukaku, didn't get Lukaku. They got rid of Madic, who was a great player. They also tried to bring in Lorente, who also went to Tottenham. They've sneakily didn't have that good of a transfer window. No, they really bolster their squad a huge amount for a team that's looking to, to run it back again. Uh, but saying that, I think they've just got too much... Uh, oh, is Hazard back? That's the question. Oh, I'm not sure. I... Did he play for Belgium over the weekend? I did not see his name pop up on the score sheet, but I'm probably wrong. That could be a big game changer coming into the future. But I've got to say, for me, I think Chelsea's just got too much class. I think it's a 3-1 demolition of City. I don't think... No, Hazard did score. Ah. No, Romelu scored, but Hazard did not play. I can't see... No, Hazard came off the bench to win a free kick. Ah, so this is... Somewhat match fit. So in which case, I think he does play against Leicester, maybe off the bench again. I think you're right. I think Chelsea get up here. I think 2-1, Morata continues on his way. Could be my fantasy tip of the week. I'm not going to add him, but Morata's (laughs) Morata's doing things. Morata's scored or assisted in both games he's played this year. Definitely a transfer target for me. My team has been in shambles. I need third. Oh, that would be a good sneaky third, but I don't think so. You No, you're fifth. Yes. Oh, that's just disappointing. One of our friends, Mr. Jake, is up to fourth. And uh, I'm not sure if he listens to this podcast, but I really dislike how he's going well again. He, struck, he started that week, and now he's moving his way up the table. What, uh, what game is next for you? You tell me, because that's close to <clears throat> I've got uh, Southampton-Watford. This is an interesting game. I think this might be a tool draw. I haven't seen much from any team that indicates they're going to blow the other team out. I think it's going to be a, a quiet tool draw. Did Southampton or Watford do any transfer deadline day? Not that I saw, no. No. Not on the deadline. In which case, I might tip Southampton. A 2-1 win for Southampton. Yeah, I can see that. I think, ooh, who's going to score? I think Tadic finally does something. So 2-1 Southampton, West Brom, Brighton, at Brighton. On the nice sunny coast of Brighton. I have a feeling this is going to be a terrible game. Is it because it's West Brom or is it because it's Brighton? It's because it's both of them. They're both not... I don't know a 1-0 West Brom win. Yeah. Oh, Brighton actually looked okay. They haven't produced anything. I think 1-0. I don't think Brighton have actually got any points. No, they've got one point. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-0. What's the next game for you? I've got a Tottenham Everton. I have Tottenham Everton as well. At Everton. Yes. All right. Does Rooney continue on his... Does, did you hear that Rooney got arrested for drunk driving? I did. Do you think he plays? 
Uh, that's a great question. I feel like Rooney's one of those players that could kill someone and he still plays because everyone <laughs> loves him. Oh, and by everyone, I mean like his team he plays for, yeah. everyone loves. I think he plays. Maybe if he's having a, a poor game, he gets subbed off early. But I don't really give him much of a chance anyway versus Tottenham. Really? Yeah, my uh, sneaky fantasy tip of the week is Harry Kane, finally, oh. as a captain. Oh, okay. Which I think him? I said maybe two weeks ago. Do you have him? I do have him. I, I think... He's going to bang in two. I think I'm going to get up here. Mm-hmm. Spurs have not looked good at all. They drew with Burnley last week. Yeah, that's true. Which the good old across-the-ditch... Chris Wood score. They had they had August Harry Kane. We're talking about September Harry Kane. The the Harry Kane that's getting captained in my fantasy side. Are you actually captaining him this week? I'm obviously going to look over my options, but at the moment <laughs> <laughs> he's he's looking strong as a who does you know uh, Stoke. Yeah, it's Stoke. It's Ed Stoke though. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. At the moment, I'm going to captain Harry Kane. He's going to bang in too. I'm trying to captain a Liverpool player that I don't have. Oh. Anyway, Everton Stoke 2-1, Everton. I will go a 3-1 Tottenham win. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to, yeah, Harry Kane's getting two. So uh, the next game, speaking of teams. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> speaking of teams, we have uh, the Burnley Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace barely, I'll give it to Adam, Crystal Palace barely resemble the team at the moment, so he's... He's half right there. I'm glad you saved me, but you've once again missed a team, I missed a game. Stoke, Man United. Yes, I have. So, Stoke, Man United at Stoke. Ooh. I think United, United um, have been on a roll. Yeah, how many how many times have United scored this game? We will play the Lukaku scores one, and I think, I think it's a 2-0 win. They've looked solid defensively, United. Yeah, it's... But it is at Stoke, so I think I'll just give them a, I'll give them a 2-0 win. We're mind two meter beaters scoring on, but I think 3-0. Lukaku gets one, Rashford gets one. I don't care about the third. can get one because I've got him in my fantasy. I've got him as well. So, we've already discussed this. We don't rate Palace at all, do we? Not at the slightest. So, you know who I, I'm going to have to come back and say it? Burnley have looked... Well, they're, it's like new Burnley. They looked very good away this year, opposed to last year where they looked woeful. And at home, they looked very bad this year where last year they were great. This is at Burnley's home, though. So, does that change any of your thought process. No, because Crystal Palace haven't shown me anything, much like West Ham. For me, I think Burnley get a sneaky 1-0 win, a tidy 1-0 win. I think 2-0, yeah, I'm not confident with Palace at all. You know, Ben Teke is, an, is a guy I wouldn't mind getting in if Crystal Palace go down. Play him in the Andy Carroll role, play a big man, little man with Chicharito. I've got one question for that, though. Yep. Why would Ben Teke go from one relegated team to the other relegated team? That's a good point. Maybe <laughs> maybe we uh, uh, West Ham have the biggest screens in England, all right? Our stadiums really? have the biggest screens. Can I? Maybe the big man wants to see him on the big screens. You know, have you thought of that, Adam Jones? Sorry, do you really have the biggest screens in England? Yes, we've got we're in London Stadium. I know where you are. Why is that a stat you know? Because we have to be proud of something. Our team is trash. <laughs> all right, we have the biggest screens. Our stadium had the Olympics in it, which is. Usain Bolt was in this stadium at one point. Usain Bolt was in your stadium three weeks ago. What a man. He loves it. Usain Bolt. Dortmund wanted Usain Bolt. All right? Usain Bolt wanted Dortmund. And where was Usain Bolt? He was in West Ham's stadium. We've played no games there yet because we're waiting. The big screen. Where did you play last year? Where did we beat you 4-1 last year? At West Ham. Uh, <laughs> Olympic Stadium. Okay. Uh, but Usain Bolt was... 
prepping for this year. This year. Okay. Yeah. I really want to cut that, but I'm not going to. I just want to hear people be like, what is he on? So the last game of the round, Swans in Newcastle. Mm. What time is that in Australia? 12.30 a.m. Sunday night? Monday. Yeah, Sunday night. I might watch that. That's prime Adam Jones sleeping time. <laughs> That's going to be a terrible game. Potentially. I I was going to watch Newcastle. We have we do have that friend who is a Newcastle fan. He might be on the show next week. He's been bugging to get uh, himself on here, but maybe if Newcastle can sneak a win, we'll have him on. No, because I, I think they win. I think they win also one nil, maybe two nil. All right, if if Newcastle win by three goals, if, if no Newcastle player gets red carded, he can come on. How's about that? Yeah, John Joe's still out. That's a good question. And Mitchell, what about Mitchell getting three weeks after scoring? What a man. Yeah, what a man. Uh, any any comments from you for that game? I want to see Sanchez in the Prem. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's true. The Portuguese man. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, indeed. Mr. I look like a predator because of my hair. <laughs> nah, I think Newcastle. I think it's a 1-0. Uh, Swansea. Swansea is Swansea. Yeah, Swansea is Swansea. I agree. Shall we give us the... Wicker, wicker, wicker. Tool of the week, week, week. I like it. Do you have any nominations? Nominations... No, maybe old mate that claimed Paddy Ryder was clear favourite for the Ruckman. Oh, me? No, Blackland, who, who was saying that uh, no one else stood a chance or however it was quoted. Oh, no, that's a good goal. I rate that. Don't think don't think he cuts it. I, don't, I think he has to be, there has to be a real tool. And I think I'm thinking of it. Oh, I've got tool of the week. Oh, okay. Tool of the wicker, wicker, wicker week is uh, Dimitri Payet. Oh! Come on, the lad, you Get his... So, it's, do you want me to get up his quote? For I'll, I'll go a little right while you get up his quote. Okay, you start. West Ham fans knew he was a bit of a CSer. I won't swear for the, this is a family show. Were you trying to say snake? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll, beep that, I'll definitely beat that out. <laughs> West Ham fans knew he was a snake. A lot of other people knew he was a snake, but not everyone knew to what level this guy was frowned upon. He's said that... If Adam can bring up a quote. Oh, he said, I know how to be a DH. It's one of my specialties. It's a little game. That's the that's the headline of that article. We'll go in and find the actual long quote. I know how to be a dickhead. It's one of my specialties. It's a little game. When I want to piss everyone off, I do it. My managers understand that. When I sulk, they talk to me. It's a way for me to be heard. Those who know me play along, and in the end, it goes well. Continue. So I think Slav was probably the right man to do with that. He's he's good man manager. Obviously, he's good at something because he's not good at tactics. So he, he could deal with that a little bit. But I think the players could see that Payet was being a bit of a diva, and that really affected the rest of the team. I, I think, think my favourite West Ham thing I heard was that you kicked him out of the... The WhatsApp group? The WhatsApp group. Who was that? Uh, I think it was Cheka Kiyote. Yeah, that's, I love it. That's 10 out of 10. Yeah, as I was saying, I think a lot of the players grew sick of it. I think it's really shown that once he's, since he's left West Ham, he hasn't really achieved anything at Marseille, which is great success. West Ham fans are... We're not, we're not still salty about it. I think we've gotten over him, but maybe, like we were discussing before, we I like see people dragged down. If we can't have success, either can other people. So for me, tour of the week, did we keep play it? I'll, I'll take it. Last on the agenda, I believe, is... The Kyrie trade finally went through. And I don't think we talked about this because it happened last week. Are you happy? What you, What's your thought process here? I think this is a good trade for both teams. I really have no qualms. It, it's a bit strange having two rivals trade assets between each other. But i got a question for you. Do you think the Brooklyn pick gets traded? Or do you think the Cavs are keeping that 
I think the Brooklyn Pigs going home to New York City. Not the not the not to Brooklyn itself. To the Knickerbockers for Carmelo Anthony. I would I honestly if we somehow get that pick, happy days. Happy days are we. It's been weird. A lot of uh, GMs have come out and said they've projected Brooklyn to to outdo what they did last year, but I personally can't see it. I think they've gotten a lot worse. They haven't really they have a lot of depth at guard, but the front line is looking bleak. I don't see them doing much damage there. So I think it's gonna be a very valuable pick. Would you have traded that if you were the Celtics? I don't know. They said it was good for both teams. My first thought process was the Cavs improved and got better defensively, and the Celtics got someone that could put their fans in the seats because they're not winning anything. Irving's a good player. Yep. Do we both agree they don't? They still don't beat the Cavs. Yeah, I agree. And I like Haywood. I like him a lot. I like him a lot less now he's left the Jazz. But I just I don't know. Is it's, he not the man to lead a team? I just don't think he is. He's a really, really good player. Like I would love him on the Knicks. I just, I don't know. I feel like if there was Bazingas and Hayward, good. But Hayward, Kyrie, is just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they've realised that maybe they're not contending this year, so they're going to look to kind of strengthen weak areas. I, I just don't think they really wanted to pay Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas a mega contract. Well, that's, me, that's for me, that deal. was. You, would the, you pay Isaiah Thomas money? No, no. I, w- I wouldn't want to. I would reluctantly if I had no other option, but wouldn't be my first choice of, of where I was putting my money. He is a bit of a cult hero and does put does put uh, asses in the seat, as they say. But I would I wouldn't want to pay him that much. I I actually, I like him a bit. It's I don't know. I think that fifty five point game or whatever he had in the playoffs proves that he's good enough to be paid. I just don't know if you you're paying because his defense is going to be woeful by year four and five of that contract. Yeah, there's only so much that you can do at that height, especially getting into your 30s and yeah, like mid-30s. I still think the king of the fourth is my favourite. I don't know. But I think that's a good trade for the Cavs. I think Cavs win that trade. Yeah, I agree. Well then, I think we might wrap this up. Yep. Any any final thoughts? Anything? Any sports you want to discuss? Uh, did you watch the European handball game the other day? Because I sure didn't. <laughs> I think that's it. I watched St. George uh, Dragons uh, have to win to make finals in the NRL, and they lost. Ooh, which sad day. It was pretty funny to see how upset my dad was. But, you know. It is what it is. So, as always, no, wait, wait, wait. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on iTunes. And, as always, take, take the risk. Take the risk.